Hello, and welcome to the Divorce Woman's Guide podcast, where we talk about the things us divorcees are thinking, but not always talking about, as we turn our divorce into the best gift you've ever been given. And I do so with a little bit of sass and a whole lot of class. I am your host, Wendy Sterling, founder of The Divorce Rehab. I am here to support you in this transition phase of your life so you can start your new best chapter on your own terms. After all, that's what I did after my own divorce. And now it is my mission to change the conversation around divorce and help you see why your divorce, like mine, was the best gift you ever received. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Divorced Woman's Guide podcast. How are you guys doing today? It is Wendy, your host, and I want to quickly remind you guys that I wrote a book. It's called Divorce Sucks, Now What? If you guys want to read about my five steps to heal and recover as you walk the aisle from I do to I don't and I'm divorced, uh, you're going to want to pick it up. Uh, You can find it on Amazon and you just have to search the title along with my name. So in today's episode, I wanted to come in and talk to you guys about the three ways that I teach my clients how to release the anger and resentment that they may still be feeling towards their ex. And so I hear this a lot and, you know, it's been coming up a lot as well is we think that if we hold on to this anger that either it's going to make the other person suffer or perhaps we'll feel better at some point. But let's start with a powerful concept about anger and our emotions. Okay. So emotions are data, they're information. There are feedback system from what's happening inside of us. And really what anger tells us is that we feel victimized. So instead of resisting our emotions, my first step is to acknowledge them, to explore them, go into them, because the emotions are arising for a reason. And here's the other thing is that anger Anger is typically like a mask for other emotions. And at the end of the day, what it's truly rooted in is a feeling of helplessness. So when you experience anger, we typically describe it as a reaction to something something that is happening to you, right? He makes me angry. And the angrier that we become, the more likely that we're going to blame someone or something else for how it is that we feel. So if something upsets you and all of a sudden that anger emotion comes up, remember that that response not only is an autopilot response for you, but it's an autopilot response that is a reaction to a perceived injustice that's happening to you. And so many times we think that anger is strength, right? Because we just feel that tenseness inside of us. But what anger actually is, is it's just the reaction of a victim. 
That's the truth. I'm going to be bold and I'm going to speak it because that's what it is. And if you are somebody who wants to heal, if you are somebody who wants to become the best version of yourself, that means that it's time for you to take responsibility for your emotions and to focus on the areas that you get to grow through. And I know that so many times that these areas feel uncomfortable. It's where the dark resides. It feels really sensitive. They, it feels like a really hard challenge. And what I'm inviting you guys to do is to step out of the victim mindset and instead own your life, own your circumstances, own your emotions. And to own it, it means to talk about it, to acknowledge it. It is so important that you allow yourself to go there. And just when you feel like you're at like the tip and you're just like, oh my God, I need to pull back. Don't keep going. <laughs> what is so important is you feeling through this. And, you know, so many times if we're choosing to talk to somebody who's a friend or a family, a lot of times either they will fuel our poison or they will um, try to take us out of it. And that's why so many of you, and I hear this all the time, is why am I still stuck? And it's because we drink the poison expecting the other person to die and that's not what happens. So the acknowledge it step number one is really about allowing yourself to name it. Just it literally gets to be that simple. The more you avoid it, it's going to stay with you. It will not go away. So you have to allow yourself to be okay with whatever the feeling is and naming it. It actually takes the power away. And so when you feel anger in any situation, it's telling you that there's something that is in you that gets to shift, that there's something in you that, you know, so many of us call it a trigger, but what, I don't really love the word trigger, to be honest with you, but what that anger is telling you is that there's a wound. There is a wound there that gets to be healed. And it could also be telling you that this person or this situation is not good for you. It's not in your best interest. And so anger is kind of giving you the courage and kind of poking at you to say, like, you got to pay attention to this. This isn't working for you anymore. So after you acknowledge it, right, naming it, you get to express it. And let me explain the difference between this, okay? So I don't know about you guys, but I used to be the person who would stuff down my anger until it erupted. I called it the volcano effect. And it would be like, blah, and all of a sudden I would just explode. And then, of course, what would happen later is I would regret it. And then I would make like a vow to myself to not let that happen again. Not you know, what that meant to me though, was trying to keep it deeper, not talking about it at first, but keeping it deeper. I'm sure many of you guys can relate to that. Or perhaps you, um, you were criticized in your past when you got angry, or you were told that you were wrong. And that comes from childhood, that comes from adults in your past. And so you have this aversion to expressing your anger. And there's a difference between expressing it in a healthy way and an unhealthy way. And when we express anger in an unhealthy way, that's what does the damage. That's what damages 
your relationships and also it damages your relationship with yourself. But when you express anger in a healthy way, it means that you are expressing it in a way that is that is communicating to feel heard instead of the other person immediately shutting down. And when you communicate that way, you're actually freeing yourself of that anger. Communication is one of the things that I've now become a huge expert on because I was so bad at it in my marriage. And a lot of times we think that expressing our anger has to be directed at somebody, but it actually doesn't because what's going on, what's in, what's fueling the anger is something that needs healing inside of you. It's not about the other person. And so other ways that you can express your anger is simply either if you're in the car talking out loud, if you're sitting down somewhere, writing it out, maybe it's typing it don't hold back, let it go, just vent it all out because you're not telling it to anybody. You're not going to send it. What you're doing is you're freeing whatever that hurt is underneath that anger. So you're allowing it to flow and you're allowing it to be released and you're taking the power away and you don't have to send the letter. You, if you're talking aloud in your car, nobody's there. If you need to scream with the windows up or down, do that too. But it's really what's most important is just releasing it. And there's a quote by Jay Shetty that I think applies to this that I just want to share. And that is that love didn't hurt you. Someone who doesn't know how to love hurt you. And I'll add to that my little change, which is that love didn't hurt you. Someone who doesn't know how to love you hurt you. Step number three is healing it. And if you think about when you guys get injured from a, like physically injured, there's a recovery process. Sometimes it involves going to rehab and recovering from an emotional injury is no different. It is going to require you to nurture yourself. It's going to require you to take a beat and to self-care, to be really honest with you. And part of the self-care process when you're healing is practicing self-compassion. And self-compassion is something that we're really good at giving other people, but yet we're really bad at giving it to ourselves. And so no matter how awful the experience is, no matter how deep that hurt is that's creating the anger, there's always something that you can learn from what is happening. It is a wound in you that gets to be healed. And so what I always tell my clients is we get to look for what the silver lining is. What is the lesson? What gets to be healed within you that this is exposing? What I know better than anyone is holding on to bitterness is not worth sacrificing your life, your joy. And it's better to what I say, it's better to be alone than to be alone and married where you're with somebody who doesn't see you clearly enough to value you. And while the emotional gratification of carrying a grudge can sometimes pay a really heavy physical and spiritual toll, what I do know to be true is that it is holding you back in every single aspect of your life. And if you're somebody who wants help, who is seeking support in this area, as a reminder, 
I do offer support calls as a complimentary offering because so many times we don't know where to start and I'm happy to be that guide for you. After all, I am the Divorced Woman's Guide and this was the Divorced Woman's Guide podcast. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this week's episode. I always love hearing your feedback. So feel free to like uh, or give me a rating if anything, that would be awesome. Send me an email. I love hearing your feedback. What resonated? What is something that is still hard for you to wrap your mind around. Um, You may also influence a future episode. You never know. And if you're seeking community, check out my Facebook group. It is called The Divorce Rehab with Wendy. I hope that you guys have a beautiful rest of your day. Sending you so much love, light, and joy as always. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Divorced Woman's Guide podcast. If you like what you hear, please share this episode with someone you know or spread the word on social media. This is how I reach more divorcees around the world and provide them with the support they need to create their next best life. And I would also love to continue the conversation with you. So please friend me on Facebook, join my private Facebook group, The Divorce Rehab, and follow me on Instagram at Divorce Rehab with Wendy. I'll see you next time.